Welcome to the PDA podcast with your host, Vinny and Philip Redeemed. PDA is our public display of affection towards Christ. We want to take you on a love journey into encounter intimacy and long-lasting relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Sharing our personal encounters with God so we can collectively, as His bride, learn more about the heart, the love, and the character of our husband, Jesus. Every episode, we will share testimonies, stories about our day-to-day life life walking with him along with our special guest that we invite onto our show. Now let's go give him a bunch of smoochies. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are. What's up, fam? What is up? What's up, fam? What's going on? Praise the Lord. All you smoochers out there, we love you. Another episode of uh, PDA Podcast, Public Display of Affection. We talk about our affections towards Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Clip it. it. Clip it. This intro was so ridiculous. (laughs) Clip it, dude. Clip it. Oh, man. Man, I'm excited about this one. Y'all are in for a treat. God's good. We got some special guests today. We got Jonathan back on the show with us. What up? And we got our boy Kiki Snyder, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Kiki. Oh, Jesus. I mean, out of all of them, man, that's not a bad nickname. I got Quinoa for like a Quinoa. Who are you, though? It's just so. I'm Keenan. I'm with. uh, Who am I with? I'm with Jesus. (laughs) There you go. Amen. 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 So Keenan has been a homie of mine. We go pretty far back to some pretty crazy times. Did we meet? No, we met. Bro, we met before Jesus, bro. Well, I mean, before Jesus, before we knew Jesus. <laughs> yeah, RBC. You we know, go not, that far back. You know, we <laughs> were before the foundation of the earth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'll get us canceled. Yeah. We'll, we'll get heresy hunted too quick. You can't say stuff like that. Oh, I'm already getting heresy hunted. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Welcome to the kingdom, I guess. Welcome to the kingdom, right. <laughs> oh, that was funny. But, yeah, no, we met probably when we were still living in living in the filth, honestly. Um, yeah. Probably met at, like, a party of, like, Green Hills, such a yeah. local town goofiness. But, mm. yeah, they were, those were the days, honestly. Those were something. Yeah, those were something, for sure. God's good. He is. Yeah. He redeems all the years. Yeah, he does. We, we went back to uh, the house group days too. Keenan was around for here. We tighten that little dial on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Somebody, I don't know if I'm doing turn it right. away from you. Bingo. Yeah, bingo, bango. Is this better? There we go. Yeah, sweet. Sorry, Keenan, I set you up. Oh, you're good. You're good. But yeah, we did some young adults ministry together. You were a house leader at this um, little revival that broke out in the young adults community here in Cincinnati. And yeah, those were some good times. Those were honestly the days. I mean, it was messy, but it was blessed. I mean, we saw things that we never even imagined. I mean, I remember hearing about what it meant to be a Christian. And then seeing it play out in those houses was just, 
I mean, they were like, yeah, people get delivered in the Bible. And we're like, cool, that happens. And then you see it right in front of you at like your early 20s. And you're like, wait a minute. This actually happens? With no narrative at all for it. Oh, <laughs> I had no frame of reference. Yeah, and I'm wait. stunned. I, I mean, remember <laughs> the first time I saw a deliverance in house group. <laughs> I was straight pretending like it was super normal yeah it was super <laughs> casual i was like oh yeah bro the first deliverance i seen at my house i had somebody puke in my grandma's cake bin she left for thanksgiving bro that's no. freaked me out dude I was, I was out there with the hose just spraying it out dude i mean it was funny because the first time i saw deliverance was the first night at house group really i got the very smoked I mean, I was hot mess. I had a stutter. I had all these medicated illnesses. I wore glasses at the time. All these crazy things. I, I literally couldn't look people in the eye. It yeah. was insane. And then I get prophesied to by some random amount of people. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you guys know this? Like, what's going on? And after that, I was like, wait how do you guys know this? And they're like, well, God told me. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's, that's God sick. told me. Yeah. You're like, what? Uh, and in my brain, I'm like, you guys are crazy people. And then it got more and more accurate as people walked up to me. And I was like, that's weird. And then right after, my body caught fire. Wow. Like, and I'm not like, oh, yeah, I got warm tingle. I mean, like, right. sweating like profusely. Like fire. And my hands started shaking involuntarily, and I'm freaking out. And I remember I just started getting this name flipped through my head. And again, no frame of reference. I have none of this. None of this at all. And I'm, it's just flipping through my head. Like, do, 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 do. And I'm like, okay, where's Luke? I need to find Luke. I don't know how I knew that. I just knew if I saw a name, maybe I should try ask about it. I was Luke like, where's was, Luke? Luke, who's Luke? Luke was the guy running house group at the time. Was it, is that the Luke from uh, VCNW? Yeah, yeah, he's now oh, the executive okay. pastor of our church. Yeah. And But like at the time, he was just some random dude I met that day. So I'm running around this three-story house like, hey, like, do you guys see Luke? And they're like, he's upstairs. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> And uh, I go up one floor, nobody's there. I'm still shaking, sweating. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I need to find Luke. I'm freaking out. And I get to the third floor and I look into a room and something tells me that's Luke. And I look to my right and I see my friend Aaron. And I'm like, oh, hey, Aaron, what's, what's going on? And I was like, is that Luke? And he goes, yes. I'm like, what is he doing in there? And I look, and there is a dude convulsing in ways that I could not replicate. I have no idea what was happening in there. And I look to my friend, Aaron, and I'm like, dude, what is happening to that guy? And why can his body move that way? And I turn back, and the dude's walking out with Luke. And there's a piece over his face. Wow. I'm like, what just happened? Oh, we were just praying freedom over him. Yeah, not a big deal. Super casual. <laughs> I'm over here having my whole paradigm blown out the side of my head. <laughs> and my buddy Aaron looks at me and he goes, do you want to get baptized? Rededicate your life to the Lord. And I'm like, shaking hot mat. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like what you do right now. Yeah. And when I got dipped in that water, I got healed of 
a litany of medicated illnesses. Wow. And my eyes got healed, so I no longer need glasses. Praise God, dude. I'm like, okay. So I the- forgot about that, dude. <laughs> so, so, like, ever since that, I was, you know, helping lead and, like, connect. And I did that for, like, eight years. And it was some of the most powerful times. Obviously, some of them. I mean, revival gets messy. Yeah. When you're broken people trying to go after the Lord, it gets a little messy. But there's such a sweet, honest grace and kindness in Jesus in those moments. So, and you're just like, what is happening? This is so cool. But He's so patient. Mm-hmm. I, I just love that. Well, Keenan, thanks for coming on our show. We uh, we honor you. And yeah. For those of you who don't know, Keenan was one of the original come up here folks. He's still with, the, with us in some way, shape, or form. Um, God's doing his thing and we're just letting him play it out. But Keenan is a, is a brother of mine and yeah, just honored to have you here, bro. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And we love you too, Jonathan. And we do love you. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan. Jonathan. We've already, we've already introduced Jonathan. <laughs> He's the coolest cat I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, the other day, I won't tell you where this happened and when, Oh, I just did. I just said the other day. Dang it. <laughs> but, the uh, other day is a generic <laughs> measurement of time. That could mean like last month, man. Just, You're good. Just don't pay. Just act like you never heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was a, we w- witnessed some deliverance and there was, we had a bucket for it and they threw up in the bucket. And, uh, and one of my homies took the bucket and went to clean it out and he rinsed it out in the sink and brought it back. And he sat it next to all the other buckets. And then we did the offering right after. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God, dude. Bro, I was like, no. I was just sitting there, and people are coming up and and, and tithing, giving, giving and, and putting the money in this wet bucket. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Help so us, Jesus. There was a strong anointing that night, man. I, f- I feel... It's just another way. I mean, God has a way of like sovereignly getting glory. And I just felt like it was like a sovereign move of God just saying, wow. like, I, I here underneath my feet, say, come on. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the whole night, bro, God was using me so weird. Like I've had this weird uh, type of anointing coming on me here lately where like what's inside of me is like manifesting outwardly and like. I would start praying for people, bro. And it's like we're on a boat and they and they and Jesus steps on the boat and then the whole like room would go in waves. Mm. And I and I just like I <laughs> just just laughing hysterically like this is fun. And people are feeling it. People are feeling it through other people, dude. Even like my buddy Matt, I'm praying for this lady. He steps on the boat. Cause it's all him. It's not me, dude. I promise. None of it's me. I just stand there. I don't. I don't even say anything, really. I just stand there. Steps on the boat. Waves shoot through the other person into into Matt. Matt's like, crazy anointing that night, bro. Bang. Yeah, it was wild. And I had nothing in me, dude. Just freaking had the worst Jezebel attack ever. And then I come to church. I didn't even feel like doing anything, dude. Like. I'm like, I got nothing in me. I didn't even want to pray for anybody when I got there, bro. <laughs> it was like, everybody's all praying. I'm like, my life sucks. And then 
all of a sudden you you start worshiping. I got to tell this testimony real quick, and then I want Kaden to do the rest of the talking. <laughs> but he starts worshiping, and he says something, man, that hit it struck me big time. He said, "Ah, oh, if you have shame for going through suffering, it's pride." And it, dude, that hit me so hard, mm. and I and I fell on my face before the Lord, and I was like, "Forgive me for my pride." And then all of a sudden, I started dancing like David, dude, and like praying for everybody in the whole building. Like, I, but but when I got there, it was different, man. We all go through those times, but man, you know, when all that Jezebel witchcraft's coming at you, dude, you feel controlled, you feel worn down, you feel like you don't have any anything in you. That's when God uses you the most, dude. It's wild. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to tell that testimony. Oh yeah, I mean. I think it's, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I tell you what. That laugh was funny. I just, I always get weak because, you know, like, I, I've i heard so many testimonies and so many stories of, like, people who were like, yeah, I was in this powerful moment and the anointing rested on me so deep. And I'm just like, dude, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like I've been in so many situations where I'm like, Lord, I ain't got a word. I got nothing. You got to help me out. I got nothing. And he's like, you have me. You have everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Sorry, I spoke out of turn there. I'm so sorry. Um, And these moments where you're like, I didn't sleep. My dog kept me up. My kid kept me up, whatever it may be. And you're working on zero. And he goes, dude, I whittled down an army just so I could... So I, so I could be given all the glory. Do you think you missing your nap today? <laughs> is it, is so it good? Good, and those moments where you're like, I ain't got nothing. He goes, great. Good. You're not supposed to. You know, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives through me. And those moments where you're like, uh, and then I always the with the bucket thing, dude, I, I think it's just, I just think sometimes we just need a reminder just to be like children and not take ourselves way too seriously. Because sometimes, you know, when you hear all the, I got the mantle of Susie Q and I got the, I got the Junie B. Jones anointing or whatever it may be. Like we get so in this, like, you know, I got plus five charisma from my, my shoes that I'm wearing, you know, like we get, we get so caught up in all these things and the Lord's like, you made them tithe in a vomit bucket. <laughs> and you're like, we did this superficial thing, but then it's like, yeah, but the money got covered in vomit. <laughs> and he's like, go ahead, laugh. It's funny. It is. It really is. But it's just those moments where you're like, man, like, I can only imagine what it would be like to sit at a dinner with Christ, with all these disciples. There's no AC. Everyone's wearing sandals. Their feet probably look like a mud pie. It's gross. Like, it's nah. And they're probably having moments of jubilee. They're having moments of joy and, and laughing and sharing. And then they're like, oh, yeah, but Jesus' mission is to save Everyone, everybody, yes, and it's like, but he's over here eating dinner and breaking bread and telling stories and doing these things to connect. And it's like he had these moments where he was like, All right, I'm here. We were talking about this before we even tuned in. It's yeah. like he had moments like in the garden, like, If this cup can be passed for me, and then he had moments like, 
are you really asking who's going to sit next to me in heaven, guys? Right. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> you have these moments where you're like, you see these moments in Christ's life, and we're like, but we're super serious. And I'm like, Dude, yeah. Take a breath. I'm not saying go sin and get weird. But what I am saying is like, take off the religious brain for Come like a on. few <laughs> seconds and be like, the guy got delivered. That's fire. Right. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. And the beauty of even like some of the stuff that we heard, like, and you were even saying it too. It's like these moments where like God is the one who is getting all of the glory. And I know we buzzword that where it's like it's a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, give God the glory. But right. like, like sometimes when like it's evident, even in the atmosphere where like nobody's trying to grab at God's glory. They're like, by the power of God, you'll be set free. I don't care about the demon. I care about you. Right. And I care about God being glorified. Mm. And those moments where you're like, well, I got out of the way. <laughs> I remember hearing that in Baptist school all the time. We you just went need to a... Baptist school? Yeah. No way, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I went to a Baptist school from uh, fourth grade till uh, my freshman year. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, just sometimes we got to get out because I had a Southern, the guy had a Southern act. Sometimes we got to get out of the way and let the Lord, okay? Right, yeah. And they weren't even talking about miracles or anything. They were just like, we're trying to run our life, and it doesn't get... Run the race. We're trying to run the (laughs) race. And we get in our own way sometimes. And, you know, I think it's just funny because, I mean, it still rings true today, all those chapels ago. So, Kenan. What's up? I'm gonna. I just want to interrogate you a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh no. So, so uh, there's. So you're you're a prophet, man. Like, like man. There's many people that like are probably gonna watch this that uh, want to know what it's like to be a prophet. And I just kind of want to hear your your perspective on how you came into that and uh, what was your process like. Mm-hmm. Well. My first prophetic word, and I'm saying it live on this podcast, which now Luke's going to know, which, ouch, was my my buddy Luke's name. So, (laughs) you know, but uh, that was the first time I ever heard God. And then what what it turned into is like, now that I know that it's real and available, I want it. And my heart just yearned to hear God. I was like, I had this bombastic, explosive moment in the presence that I had no frame of reference for. I was used to, you know, arms to your side, reverent, look straight ahead, don't emote, you know? I, yeah. I was used to that. So, like, when I was in this house group setting and people are jumping around and people are falling over, I'm like, whoa, 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 heathens. You, you're irreverent. I need you to chill. But then the honesty, the genuineness there was just so baffling. So when I got a taste of hearing the Lord, I was like, whoa, 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 God talks? And I come from a single mother home and, you know, like the idea of a father communicating to his kid was just something that I was like, (sighs) that was one of my struggles too. It hit me deep. I was like, yes, I yearn for it. (laughs) If I'm your son, that's what these people are saying. I've never heard it. You know, (laughs) like if I'm your son, then talk to me, please talk to me, you know, and I would ask for it. And I remember, you know, the first time I like prophesied on the street, I was at a, I was with a guy named Rick, Rick Rhodes. This shout dude, out Rick Rhodes. shout out Rick Rhodes. This yeah, guy a, is the guy. most, like, he would pray for. His name is just 
amazing. He's on the road. Rick Rhodes. You know, like he's on the road too. He's on the road. You know, he's moving. And like, but this guy would pray <laughs> for moving. everybody. Ever. I'm talking oh if you breathe. You're getting prayer. It doesn't matter. Todd White anointing. I mean, it, it, uh, Todd White needs a slice of this guy. Yeah. This is anything. Oh yeah, you're looking for you're looking for toilet paper. Also, <laughs> the Lord says this immediately. Didn't matter. And I remember I was like, so you guys are talking about like power evangelism, and you guys are like, what does that even mean? I'm asking these questions. Like, what does it mean to do that? Right. And he goes. Well, let's try it. I'm like, what do you mean? Let's pray for our waitress. I'm like, okay, cool. And the waitress comes over. And she goes, hey, do you guys need anything? And Rick goes, no, but my friend has something really interesting to tell you. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. I have something to tell you. And I go, and then it pops in my head. I was like, hey, did you recently like get like a small... Like two small like animals, maybe like two dogs that are really just giving you a lot of stress and you like rescued them and they've just been keeping you up at night. And she goes, yeah, two days ago. I'm like, whoa, God didn't just talk to me. He talks to me about other people. That's kind of weird. I <laughs> that's kind of creepy. I feel like a sky stalker right now. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel weird. Sky like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, is this okay? Like, did I do a thing? And then. But I, I really was just like, it came and I spoke it. And they were like, well, I just want to pray that you have a rest. And she was like, wow, that was weird. Are you a psychic? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I just really love Jesus. It was the first thing that came out of my face. And then we prayed. It was like, hey, do you know Jesus? Well, you know, he talks. He, he's here. He did this for me. And I just started loving on her. She definitely was a little wrong because I was rough around the edges and I did not know how to deliver a word. It was like, two dogs, babies, making you not sleep. You know, like, (laughs) there was no training. There was no, like, nice prophet somewhere who was like, here, buddy, this is how you do it. It was just like, I I guess this is how you do it. So I I would just go and try to take after Rick. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to pray for anything that has a pulse. So I had a guy come and fix my sink. And I was like, hey. The Lord says you're a good dad and your circumstances don't define you. And I just, and he starts crying as he's under my sink and he comes out from under my sink and he goes, Hey man, have you talked to anybody? And I'm like, no, I just really felt like God was saying you're a good dad and did not let the current circumstances define who you are as a father. And, and I started like opening up to him. I was like, yeah, I came from a single mother home. Like I didn't really know my dad that well. And, and he goes, I don't he starts crying and he goes, yeah, I'm in a custody battle for my son. Oh, wow. And he goes, you don't know how much this blessed me. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> <laughs> It's like that, ain't it? Dude, that was the, cult, the culture back then, too. That's one of my favorite things about House Group was the power evangelism culture mm-hmm. that was there. And it was like a bunch of young people that had no idea what they were doing, going out. And operating in power and... You know, it's funny. Right around the same time you guys were probably doing that, I'd say around like 2000, you might have even been doing it before me, but I started doing the same thing around 2016 and 17, like heavy all the way up to about 2000, I'd say 19 probably. Just uh, just plowing street evangelism, dude, and dating. 
Yeah. Yeah. Was that is that the years you guys did that? It was uh you guys have been doing it for some time before started, I came. Yeah, we started in like 2013, 2014, but um it took a little while until we it was a culturally yeah. impl- implemented into everybody was doing I mean everybody was doing I mean, power We would have our weekly power evangelisms like like trips to like random malls and stuff and it'd be like twice a week we'd we'd have one for each mall and like 20 30 people would show up and they're like all right just go run it run them up so one thing i got from what you said man and and this happened with me is when god starts showing us into his heart for theirs Mm -hmm. yeah that's how it always happened with me even when i worked at the altar at my old church like i'd pray with people and like I was still, you know, fresh, uh, right. just just discovering who I was in Christ. But like he would take me up to the altar, and he would show me the most intimate things about people, dude. It would blow my mind. Mm-hmm. And then I would just start releasing the opposite over them in prayer. Exactly. Yeah, and they would just break down, dude. And it was like I felt I was heart for people, mm-hmm. dude. That's how my prophetic journey started. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like and the word of God, of course. Yeah, right? my intimacy with God first. But then, like, his heart towards people, man, broken people. And, I mean, honestly, like, that was one of the things. Like, I thank God for my Baptist, like, like entrance in the faith in a lot of ways just because they were hammering. There's a plane outside. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, they would hammer memorizing scripture. Like, it was, like, yeah. homework. They were, like, write it four times, and then we're going to do a test on it, and you're going to have to quote it back to it. And you're, like, and I used to gripe about it, but I'm, like, that's my saving grace sometimes. I'm like, oh, wait, it's still written on my heart, even when I was a goofy kid. But, like, after that, like, the the one thing that really kind of hit me hard, and maybe maybe this hit you, maybe somebody listening who was walking through this also, but, like, I got outed as, like, you're a prophet really fast. Yeah. Like, way too fast. And, like, I'm just going to be honest, man, like, there was times I was like, mm. like looking back at it now, I'm like, dude, like I was a newbie, and yeah, I was being bold, which you know, boldness and obedience are, are cool things and they're really important things. But like, part of me was like, dude, I didn't look like Jesus, but yeah. I was saying things from Jesus. Yeah, I got those things flipped around in my growth, and I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, no, like, and then I would get calls from people. Like, I would go to, like, conferences or, like, people would put me up on, like, stages to help with something. And, like, pastors and, and people and stuff like that would be calling me. And they'd be like, I heard you're from the Lord. You hear the Lord. And it'd be, like, 12 o'clock at night. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't, I've never met you before in my life. Why are you calling me? Like, what's happening? It would freak me out because I was like, whoa. Did you ever get any drunk calls? Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I got drunk calls. I got somebody trying to do a deliverance over FaceTime. <laughs> like, I got all types of stuff. And I, I w- it would just freak me out because I was like, man, like, my character wasn't there yet. It just wasn't. I was still wrapped up in just being, you know, arrogant, the gifting. It's funny how the Lord lets you mm-hmm. go forward and that kind of stuff before you're you're there. It's because he sees who you really are. Yeah. It's like it's like a it's like a skilled trade, man. I mean, you can't really teach somebody through word. I mean, this is just how I see it. Mm-hmm. So, say I want you to go build me a house. I just hand you some blueprints. 
you're like, you you got zeal. You're I'm gonna go build you this house. Then I go and I inspect it, and then the windows are out of center, about four or five inches, and then you have to go and you got to deconstruct. It's like that's how I see like my journey in the prophetic. Mm-hmm. Like exactly what you're saying, you know. I think every any prophet is going to go through this. Like it's like we're. I hope they don't. Yeah, I hope I, they don't. I, either. I, I honestly hope this generation, yeah, of the prophetic community, sets up like really careful, yeah, actually like thoughtful people who are like prophetically getting revelation and getting into the word. But like, how do I raise a healthy prophet? Yeah. Should I call them a prophet on week two? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Probably we should be like, eh, man, not right now. But like, because I mean, you know how it was. You were, were, I never even knew I was a prophet, bro. Like just, until probably two years ago. Right. Like, I didn't even know two years ago, honestly. It just like, it struck me one day and I just kind of slipped into it. Like, almost like putting on a set of clothes or something. Yeah. And, and, and I, I've come to terms with it now, but there's been times where I'm like, Find somebody else, Lord. Yeah, I mean, find somebody else. I, like, <laughs> I honestly think that that's one of those moments where you're like, I don't want it. Right. I don't. I don't want it. Like that means you're in a good spot. Yeah. Because some of the people are like, I want the title. Oh, I God. want the mantle. I'm like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. no, 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 no! Don't put this guy on a stage. Are you crazy? Yeah. He's gonna get it all up in his noodle. But like some people are like, I don't want it today. Can I have coffee for, you know, like some real moments? I'm like, okay, maybe that guy, maybe that guy. But honestly, for me, the the thing that really rung me was at the time I was like working in like fast food. I had like no money. I was like, I was really gung-ho about like pressing in. So I was like, I'm going to work two days a week. I'm barely going to be able to afford rent. And I'm just going to sit and I'm just going to go to house group twice a week and go to every church thing I could find. And I'm just going to eat it up. And I'm going to be in my word. I'm going to be praying for six hours a day. And I'm like, (laughs) and these would be the quiet time moments that really like crunched me. And they were like, yeah, all right, cool. Soften, soften. I did did the same thing, but I didn't work at McDonald's. Like, I had a good job. I had Jersey Mike's. I had a good job. And like, I'm like, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, babe, this guy said I can paint for like $15 an hour. I was making probably, I don't know, $60,000 a year before that. Mm -hmm. I said, this this guy said I can pay for $15 an hour. I think I'm going to take the job because he said, I don't have to come in till like eleven o'clock, <laughs> and I would sit in the presence of God, bro, for sit for like six a.m. to like eleven, and then God would have to kick me out of the secret place. He's like, "Look, you got stuff to do." Oh, dude, like I was coming off of like being like homeless, so I was like unlearning like homeless tendency. I was like smelly. I was homeless for like two years, like couch surfing, really? I never knew that. and like the Lord pulled me out. And I wasn't even serving him at this time. I was still partying. I was still doing goofy stuff. I was in the world. And, wow, I went full Baptist on that. I was living like the world, you know. But, uh, you know. Um, oh, sorry about my laugh. Oh, dude, it's beautiful. What do you mean? Uh, but, you know, he was just like, all right, you know what? You're going to go to Goodwill. You're going to get a tie. And you're going to go, and uh, some dude from your old church is going to go to an interview. You're going to button up. You're going to meet him at Panera. So I got, you know, showered at my buddy's house, and I put on a tie, and I went to a job interview. Goofy. Goofy. (laughs) And, you know, like, slowly but surely, the Lord kind of walked me, without my knowledge, into not being homeless. 
And I was like, oh, sick. And then I got robbed with like half of my possessions. Jeez. And then I ended up at house group where I got smoked that time. So I was like, okay. So I had a lot of dumb tendencies. But when I got radically saved, people were like, well, you were transformed at that moment. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I had to unlearn. I had to learn hygiene, bro. I was like, <laughs> gross, dude. They would be like, Keenan's coming to the meeting. I smelled the anointing. <laughs> from like outside like it was bad dude and people loved me through every bit of it because I, I learned how to be kind of like sloppy mess honestly and then also was learning how to walk like a christian and not just talk like one and um i mean after that it was just a lot of like okay somebody says you get words of knowledge i'm like okay cool yeah 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 i'll get words of knowledge is that what you call it? just knowing things about people? Okay, cool, cool. All right, I got words of knowledge. And then the next day I would get a vision. I'm like, I had a vision the other day. Does that mean I'm a vision guy now? Did I switch? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, great. So I get the words of the knowledge and the visions. Okay, cool. That's weird. I don't know what to do with that. And then the Lord was just loving like, here's the tool in your tool belt. Here you go. I was moving too fast paced to listen. Yeah. I was just like, I got a picture of a sponge. Uh, the Lord says you soak it up. I don't know. Like that was like the depth of my prophetic back in the day. Yeah. And I mean, God love me as a child, just helping me grow. But I was like, bro, that's wild. But slowly it just like, Oh, now I'm starting to sit down, slow down, yeah. and take a breath. Don't just start firing, slow down. And then, you start to, you know, develop more of a conversation with God where you're walking and talking and praying without ceasing. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. you want to be his friend. You don't want to be, you know, um, a say hi as you're walking out the door kind of relationship with, with Christ. And as that happened, I was like, oh, cool. I don't just have to pop in and go, hi, bud. There's the thing. Thanks. Bye. You know, like. With Christ. With Christ. <laughs> you know, it was uh one of those moments where you're like, okay, there's deeper. I remember just like, how do I do it? How do I go deeper? Because I'm like telling people what, what you know, they had for breakfast or what their brother's name is. Like, that's cool or whatever. But like, I want to know your heart for them. I want to know like how they can get out of their mess. Yeah. How do I get that? I would just sit there and I just ask questions like that. Like, God, how do I get somebody out of uh, a porn addiction? How do you do that? God, how do you how do you do that? And he can go, uh oh, well, there's a lot of steps, son. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll just pull out my phone and just open up a note. All right, what do you start with first? Well, you got to see why he's going there. Okay, cool. Okay, why is he going there? I would just have these conversations with God trying to form a word, and it was so goofy. But it was just stumbling my way through. It's the relationship, the, the like the process of building it. Really, I love it, man. And I, I love that he showed you like that. I mean, our earthly comparison is like marriage. Yeah, and you remember like when you first got married, and you're like, I know how to communicate with my wife, and then you're like, No, I don't. I don't know how to do it. I'm bad at it. It's terrible. And then you get better at it. Cause you start asking questions or you go, is this really what this is about? You know, <laughs> like, you have those moments where it's like, Oh, I was just being rude or being transactional yeah. with God. I was like, Oh, I didn't know. I was, I, I remember, I think it was a, a friend of mine. He was like, 
God is not happy with these transactional profits. And I'm like, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, Explain that real quick. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what Tra- do you mean? Transactional. I was like, yeah, the, the people who come up to God with a for a quick word, and then they go, all right, thanks, God, and then walk away. Yeah, come on, dude. Like, they don't let them work on them. They don't go deep. They don't have a conversation. Does God God ever uh, tell you what's wrong with anybody else? (laughs) I mean... Sometimes. Like, (laughs) if you're like, if you have uh, something that frustrates you about another person, does God tell you what's wrong with them or does he tell you what's wrong with you so <laughs> this is a good one uh, guys, <laughs> you can learn from this so <laughs> i remember because i was a very ornery dude i was very aggressive i used to have an anger issue and i remember i'd be like that guy's annoying he talks weird i don't know like i just had some petty beef and then and the lord would be like hey man why are you hating him? I'm like, well, cause he's annoying. I'm like, well, I love him. I'm like, okay. And I don't like him. God, like I would have like a little, little argument with God and he goes, okay, cool. So is your goal to be like you or to be like me? I'm like, I want to be like you. Well, I love him. So you should too. And I'm like, oh, and he wasn't even pointing out anything specific. He goes like, what's your goal here? Is your goal to have your own opinion or is it to have mine of that person? And I went, I want to have yours, Lord. I'm sorry. But it, there was those moments where you're like, I can't love them well if I can't love like you. I need to learn how to love more like you. And those were the moments where it really hit me because I was like, oh, I don't love well. Right. I like well. I like you. You're great. You know, but I, I don't really love well. And the Lord broke that down to me. He was like, okay. Vincent, Vincent, about you. What's the question? (laughs) (laughs) I was over here just zoning. (laughs) No, no, like you know, (laughs) (laughs) deep honesty Uh, on PDA here. (laughs) Like, uh, if if you're like if you're frustrated with another individual, oh yeah, does God ever tell you anything wrong about them, or does He tell you anything wrong about you? It's always me. <laughs> me <laughs> Every too, time, dude. Dude, even if I'm super convinced that I'm not doing anything mm-hmm. wrong, I could be so convinced, like, yeah. yeah. I go to the Lord, and it's always just, well, Vinny. He'll be like, let's talk about your heart, Vince. Yeah. yeah, let's check out that plank, son. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have that plank dangling out of your eyebrow. You need to get it fixed. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, those are those moments, though. Because that's when he starts molding your your thought process. Yeah. Where he's like, I want you to have my first impression of that guy. And you're like, it's so, of- so hard, dude, sometimes, dude. It's so offensive. It is. You're like, you're telling me that you want to, you want to, to govern how I treat other people? And I'm like, he's like, yes, yes, I do. And you're like, <laughs> oh, well, I don't know if I like that. okay well you can be like more more like me or not like it's your option and those challenges of obedience where you're like lord (laughs) i want to be like me but also be like you sometimes and he's like no 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 (laughs) you can't get partiality in here it has to be the whole thing or no thing but yeah but 
to go down the rabbit trail i was wondering with this with you as well is like as like kind of how i heard god and how my gifting kind of played out kind of matured and i kind of had like a a more consistent rhythm where it wasn't just like and i started to honestly just like see i would just observe god moving over people and what he was doing and i would get visions and hear things about them and stuff like that i started to feel like man like for people who like get kind of insight on people and insight on like situations or they have more, you know, at the heart level relational words yeah. or they have like future words, like this is what you're called to do kind of things. A lot of prophetic communities really like push them back on me. Cause I wouldn't go into like the, I wouldn't go in my tool belt and just break out words of knowledge because they were like super explosive and like really flashy and like were like super fun. exciting. I'd be like, oh no, I just saw the Lord. He was over you and he was doing this and he wants to do this and da da da. da. And they'd be like, that's cool, but can you tell him his social security number? Like I want that kind of word. And I'm like, well, what's the deal, man? Like I want to get to what God's doing in that person's life because it's about Him and God, not. Yeah, that's the mo- that's honestly I think. For me, dude, like when people will come up to me, if I feel pulled on by a man to give somebody a word, mm-hmm. I shut down immediately. Mm. I did. I've had people do it like, hey, uh, you should give them a word. I'm like, yeah, seek the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Like, cause I, I don't, I, like what I found is when I start manufacturing things to say, the, the flashy mm-hmm. stuff. Like when I start trying to manufacture or muster up something great to say, I, I enter into striving. I, I dude, it's frustrating. Yeah. Like I get wore out. But when but when he speaks through through me as an oracle, like I I'll say the future. I'll do that. Like it's it's effortlessly. It's not like I gotta like, you know, hmm, now let me seek the Lord for you. No, it's like, what does God saying for you? Like, mm. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a surrender of some sort. Uh, most of my prayers for people are very short and and just sweet and yeah. re- very few words. Yeah. It's like an already flowing stream. Yes. It's not yeah. something you got to prime yes. the pump and do all this other stuff to get right. the water flowing. Yeah, it's already yeah. flowing. You know, he just possesses me, I guess. I don't know how else to word it. Yeah, I mean, I think... That that's what that's one thing that always happens. Like, well, you prophesy for me, and I'm like, well, I feel like you have the job of a prophet confused here. Like, I'm not here to give you words. I'm I'm here to teach you how to get your own words. Yeah, because like we point them to Jesus, and right? we go, hey, we're here to equip the body for the sake of ministry. We hear God, so we're here to equip you to hear God. That's why I'm here, bro. That's my whole job. So if I just tell you what God's saying all the time, I'm not really doing my job well. I'm just going, all right, yeah, I'll hear God for you. So this is what he said. Come back Tuesday. We'll talk about it later. Like, no, I, I want to be like, this is how you sit down. This is in the word who Christ is. This is who God is. Let's look at him defining his character in scripture so you can discern it. Like, let's break this down because I'm not going to be here in your moments of life same with uh same you know? with worship leading bro oh dude literally dude. i wanted what? to ask you too Vinny, because I, I i'm telling you, i feel there's like this i i'm i'm just getting like i feel like a questionnaire <laughs> just in my spirit but like you, you're very apostolic 
Mm-hmm. What does what does that look like next to a profit, and how does how does that affect you, and how does that affect and and we can speak on how it affects us as <laughs> prophets. I I think this would be cool. It so the prophetic people that God puts alongside me as I'm moving and what the Lord is showing me and telling me typically don't make sense to me. (laughs) And it makes me have to weigh their words. Mm -hmm. And, and that's actually what it does is it draws me closer to Jesus where I'm like, Lord, what are these baby dinosaurs on this slide? What is, what is this like little crazy prophet thing? This word, da, da, da. I don't know what none of this. I'm just like to, to y'all. You're like, yup. And this da, 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 the Lord says this, Bro. and then I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna go have to sit down with Jesus now. <laughs> Bro, that, that's what it's like because because here here I'm gonna speak out of the prophets. In I see the apostle, and I'm seeing like, man, this needs to be there. This needs to be there. It's gotta be like, and and but but I don't want to do it. <laughs> I, I don't want to put the footwork behind it. But I, I see it in like it's grandiose uh, from an outward perspective looking into that. And but but when when the apostle starts, you know, and, and they start working together, bro, uh, I feel complete as a prophet because I feel like things are being edified. Things are be- going in the right direction. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's cool that you said that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's fun being around so many prophet people because it it keeps me on my toes about like, all right, God is like, he's saying something and I get to search him out. And you keep me on my toes because like, I'm like, man, I should be doing more. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, dude, the prophet apostolic relationship is a stretcher, man. I don't know about you, but like the range of apostolic folks I've, I've done like ministry with all over the board i mean you met aaron yeah love aaron to death that dude gets it done and i'm sitting here like well i heard it (laughs) 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 it's already done and i'm like bro like oh that's all right cool and then i'm at i was talking about Vinny like the other day we were talking i was like dude remember that word i gave you like on the porch like i don't know like seven eight years ago yeah it's happening right now. And he goes, yeah. I'm like, sick. <laughs> That's I, what it's like, too. And your brain's like, I'm glad I didn't have to do it. Thank goodness. I was, uh, I, I was the messenger. There you go. Boop, yeah. doop. That's how it is. And But, like, I, I, I've partnered with other people. Uh, my friend Angelina, who's wild. Like, she... Here's we God, and yeah, yeah she's on the Zoom. Yeah. It was wild. I met her at the uh, Corey Russell thing, too. Oh, oh sick. Yeah. That's super cool. Like, she gets it done, man. She is wild. And, like, I'll, I'll be around her, and, like, part of me is, like, trying to lean into my prophetic side. Where I'm just like, you know, I'll chill over here and just start looking at angels. Like, not a big deal. <laughs> you know, I'm just chilling. And then she'll be like, hey, Keenan. Come up here and tell everyone what you're seeing. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the Lord doing? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, you're right, though. I did have something. (laughs) 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 Like, and then, like, but like the apostolic really does pull it out of us where we're like, I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to chill. It's beautiful, too, man. Oh, dude. It's so life giving because, like, prophetic people, when they are in a place that is healthy, they're not looking 
to be flashy by themselves. Right. Yeah. They're not looking to hop on stage and yeah, do it. it they don't want to do it. They're like, yo, 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 yo. I'm cool chilling talking to God yeah. and blessing people privately mm-hmm. because I don't want the stage. I don't, I don't want it. And then an apostolic person will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You need to get up on the mic. Yeah, I yeah. see what's over you right now. You need to go bless these people. And you're like, and you get supercharged all of a sudden. You're like, and you start going. You're like, and this, and this. And you're like, whoa, where did that come from? I was just chilling. Yeah. And it's just those things where we work in tandem where we're like, elevate and like, <laughs> elevate. I sound a little weird on that one. I'll just change my vocab. Uh, but like, we work in such complementary like ways where it's like, when I'm around them, I get better. And when they're around me, they get better. It's very true. Because they work on like the the thoughts of God, the what is the what and hows. And prophetic people very often will work on the heart of God, where it's like, yeah. what is he feeling? Direction and like yeah. Where where's his emotions? Is this pleasing God? Yes, no, maybe so. Like, how's he loving that person? And we're we're really kind of like when they come together, we get like this beautiful picture of god blessing the church both in action thought feeling and we're just like here yeah but i don't know if you've ever been with an apostolic person that you do not mesh with (laughs) before and you've tried to work with them yeah yeah uh, did you have that story like Uh, i uh and obviously i mean i'm not gonna name drop but there is one definitely can I put the this pers- precursor on it first? We don't mean yeah. to dishonor anybody. Yeah, no, I no. mean, I'm just saying, like, personality-wise. Just, just wise, for experience or- and, like, you know, just so if somebody's on there, like, that mm-hmm. that might be going through this. I, yeah. I feel this is this is good. This is raw. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to mention a name, but there was a certain person who was just so fast. <laughs> he was, like, Speedy Gonzalez, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I'm like, whoa, man, we need to slow down a little. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I'm like, oh, my God, my head hurts. <laughs> because I'm like, where is God's voice in all this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it got so hard to the point where, like, honestly, I had to give up. And then I had to, it, I ended up having to trust this other person, too. And that, yeah. that person heard from God well, which... They definitely do, right? Because I mean, they're they're making moves and and doing doing the Lord's work. But for me, like, it was just I, hard for you. It was hard yeah. for me, right? It was it was Doesn't super mean that, easy for them. It's like right. shum, shum. it's what we were talking about earlier. We're like we're seeing fault in that person, yeah. but it's like what is going on with us? Right. But, but like, yeah, I definitely echo that one because it's like it's also like it's not that we're like. And I love that person. Yeah, it's not like they're doing anything wrong. It's just like the direction they're going. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna despiritualize my words a little bit, (laughs) but like I just I don't have a word, a grace, an anointing, whatever you know. Like, yeah, I just don't have it for those things. Yeah, and it's beautiful to be around them because I get to see a slice of God that I've never seen before. But like. I don't know how to gel in it. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> like at all. I'm like, bro, if a if a prophetic person is telling you to slow down, where are we going? Because <laughs> we're always like, yo, that's saying the Lord. You know, like, but 
if they're if we're telling you to like we're like maybe yeah but it's also like maybe they were sent to run fast i'm like i don't know and and that's okay that's okay i think honestly it challenged me most like to Mm -hmm. i challenge a lot of people in that you 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 don't you don't so bad with uh, me. You, you I mesh well with you. You should yeah. talk to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's probably more your prophet than I. Yeah. Yeah. But, you, you got a built-in one there. Yeah. But uh, it challenged me, and like, it broke off a lot of lot of uh, let's despiritualize the stinking thinking. It, it broke off oh, yeah. a lot of mindsets that I thought. Because, you know, I was brought up in the Lord. He trained me to be really still and really uh, just, you know, to wait on him and, like, pray and actually pray. And I get in this movement. It's like, wow, wow, just everywhere. And I'm like, oh, help me, Jesus. <laughs> and then, and then you know, I think a lot of, a lot of even rejection was broke off through all that. Yeah. A lot of, like, uh, you know me thinking I'm some important vessel or, you know, was broken off because I, I, I'm learning now more than ever that I'm just not really that important. He is, he, he views me as important, but like I, I, I learned that it's a lot easier for me to just go low and stay humble mm-hmm. and understand that it's not about me. It's about him. Oh, I mean, I yeah. remember one of the most profound things that I didn't even realize how deep it was was uh, my buddy Lou. He told me, yeah, I do a Bible study and I do some teaching. I open it by saying, I will fail you. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) wait a minute. I don't know if that's a good endorsement of yourself. In my head, I'm thinking this. And I'm like, no, 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 like that's just real. I'm a person. He won't fail you. Period. If anything's coming from him out of me, this is going to be fire. Yeah. Because you're on the right track if it's coming from him. But like Vinny was saying, like, go test it, bro. Sit down. Well, I mean, you might have heard, like, the the ostrich of the Lord, you know, like something goofy because yeah. you get some wacky words in the prophetic community sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay. Maybe you should have left the picture out of the word. You know? <laughs> you know, I don't know if you've had those moments where you, like, got a crazy vision. I'm like, I don't think I could start with this. Yeah. I got to just say what it means because if I told them this, they'd freak out. Yeah. Because yeah, something I like it. I like when people give me wacky words, dude, because I'm just like, dude, what what does that even mean? How did you get that word? And then I'm just like, okay, God, if this is you. And then he's like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what that means. <laughs> like the popcorn Whoa. and Wabash. Like thing, the popcorn dude. and Wabash, dude. And then I like get a glimpse of like, oh, dang, this is like gnarly word that is so ridiculous is like talking about like major things that God wants to do in my life. And I'm like, he would use something so silly. I got a word for a lady on a live, dude. He's like, he stops me in my tracks. He's like, tell her she's my little Bigfoot. I said, absolutely not. I'm saying this in my experience. Excuse me, sir. I'm I'm like, Lord, I can't say that. I mean, that will make her feel horrible. He said, fine, then you don't have to. And I know that when he like withdraws like that, that I'm like missing out on something pretty important. So I stop what I'm doing. I'm like, hey, uh, uh, I ain't going to mention the name, but hey, the Lord wanted me to tell you that you're his little Bigfoot. And she starts like, you know, giving the cry emoji. She's like, I can feel the emotion coming through the screen. And then uh, she's like, you don't know, but that's what my dad called me before he passed. And you just gave me a confirmation that my father was in heaven. 
And I was like, whoa. Wow. And and then and then I met her in Kansas City on the Trail of Joy. She was there. Oh, she wow. said, hey, I'm the little Bigfoot. And I'm like, what? Dang, <laughs> dude. dude. I remember, dude, that right there, those moments are beautiful. They are. It was worth it. Those those make it worth it. Those but it was moments. super awkward in the moment. <laughs> dude, I remember I was driving to... Uh, Coloring house. This is just a weird word. I was like, bro, I don't know why you gave me this, but the Lord, I was driving to Coloring House Group and he said, get off this exit. I'm like, Lord, that's aggressive. I'm going to be late. I want to be on time. Like, you know how I am. I don't like being late for things. He goes, okay. I'm like, all right, fine. I know. You know, like, <laughs> and you know, you pull off <laughs> and he goes, go to Panera. I'm like, I hate Panera. I mean, no offense to anyone who likes Panera. I just, I it's really overpriced bread. So, it's super expensive. It's dude. super expensive. Oh, my gosh. So he goes, go in there. And I'm like, okay. So I park my car. And I go in there, and I'm like, no one's highlighted to me. No one's standing out. I don't even have a word, Lord. Like, you want to like, give me something? And he goes, now leave. And I'm like, oh, Okay. All right, I left. And then the minute I walk out, I see two ladies and they're sitting at a table. And I'm like, no. I'm going to interrupt their dinner. Like, this is going to be weird, Lord. I don't really like it. Like, and he goes, she lost her boyfriend in a fire. Wow. Like, I'm a stranger, God. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I should lead with this. Like, this uh, is, I don't know. Like, they don't know me like that. That's a heavy word. Yeah. And I'm like, like this is not like a, a, a nice feeling street evangelism word. Yeah, where you're like, the Lord the sees Lord. you and you're suffering. And he, you know, like, it's, you had. Better your, be right. Your, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say this. Though. And I was like, okay. I don't even know how to start this, God. And he goes, well, just walk over there. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, Hi. Already rip from the beginning. I'm like, oh no. Hi, how's it going? You know, um, so this is going to sound weird. And again, I'm still new at this point. I'm like, it's going to sound weird. Um, I was praying and their eyes start to gloss over. And I'm like, and I really felt like I was supposed to come to Panera. And then the mom reaches like back to her purse a little bit. And I'm like, I'm going to get maced. This is going to be awful. <laughs> and I just feel this nudge. He's like, just spit it out. I'm like, okay. Um, did you lose your boyfriend in a fire? I didn't exactly say it with that inflection, but I, it borderline might as well have been. And then the girl bursts into tears, and the mom is still clutching her purse. Like, aggressively. And I'm like, hey, I I'm set here to tell you, because the word starts flowing after I stepped yeah. out in obedience. And I'm like, I'm here to tell you that, hey, he's in heaven. Yeah. Wow. And the Lord showed me that for the three months before he passed, he started going back to church, and you were wondering if he surrendered his life to Jesus. So good, man. And she goes, I was just talking to her about that. And the mom, like, lets go of her purse. 
and starts realizing this is a God thing. And then I was like, yeah, he, you know, prayed and really believed in his heart and he repented and those things. And then as I'm giving this word, somebody from her church calls and goes, I'm so sorry for your loss. At least he's in heaven. And she's like, what as are you? As you're standing there? Yeah, as I'm standing wow. here, I'm freaking out. I'm like, Lord, I'm going to be late for calling a house group. And I'm freaking out right now. Yeah. And, and this is awkward and I feel weird and I don't like Panera. And she goes, what, what do you mean? And he goes, yeah, I walked him through what it meant to give your life to the Lord. And we walked through repentance together. Come on, dude. And he's saved and he's in heaven today. I know it for sure. And I got confirmation in that moment. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, Lord, don't ever put me in that situation again. Don't do this to me. This is so awkward. (laughs) But it's like one of those words where you're like, I don't really know what to do. Or I'd rather get the word beach ball and not know what it means or something. (laughs) I'm just imagining like a coring house group with all the, these young Christians and you walk in in the beginning and they're like doing God moments. And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, so this just happened. (laughs) But it's like those moments where like, I'm over in the corner, like, yeah, the Lord just gave me 50 bucks for my cell phone bill. And You're I'm like, like, uh, um, <laughs> I want to tell you how weird Kenan is. I'm going to tell about the. I feel like oh, I had to no. share the first time I met Kenan. Oh no, we're on it. We're on the, We're doing a tent revival, right? And I've never at this time I've never spoke in front of a crowd or anything like that. Like I've spoken in front of you know 50, 60 people. Yeah, but there was like a thousand people at this place that night, and I was so nervous, dude. And all of a sudden, this this weird prophet dude comes up to me, and he's like, are you ready? And I was like, not really. And he puts his hand on me. He said, you're the oil well, dude. And this freaking, I got drenched in oil, dude. I'll never forget that moment. I just wanted to share that. Like, you really ministered to me that night. And part of the reason why God just orchestrated all of us together the way that he did was because you obeyed God and ministered to me, man. Dude, I really so appreciate awesome. that. Thank yeah. you. I mean, I remember, this is a goofy time. I remember Aaron bringing me to the planning session at your house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys did come to that, huh? And I was just hiding in the corner. Like, <laughs> I'm just here. And I don't know what it is, but prophetic people can suss out other prophetic people really fast. Yeah, it's true. And you just like, I don't know if you were in like protective mode or you were like, because you were kind of in like this pastoral flavor at the time for a second. You were like a mixture. I hated every moment of it, dude. It was so funny. And and you just like. No offense against pastors. I know. I love my wife's definitely walking in that and it's so beautiful and I can't do it. Um, But. Okay, that's not true, but I don't want to. Um, but I remember there was like a laser, like you just like locked on to me, and yeah. you're like, and you let me just sit there for a second. You're like, hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were wrapping up with a meeting, and he goes, "Yeah, just 
does anyone have a word? I know he does. And I went, I've been found out. (laughs) (laughs) And dude, I was like, I don't really know where everyone's at on the whole Holy Spirit thing. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. How free is the zone here? And you're like, we're all good. Say what you got to say. Yeah. I'm over here pointing out angels. I'm going like yeah, goofy. And I remember this one lady was just like, oh, you don't know what that means to me. My daughter just said, I was like, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to bless what you guys are going to do. What was this? Wait, I think you were, that was, that wasn't my house. That was Danae's house. I think. Oh, yeah, that was Danae's house. Yeah, and that's when, uh, what's her name and uh, her dad who passed away. Shame. That sucks. But, uh, they were uh, returned Samantha. to Eden. Samantha was playing that night. Oh uh, yeah, so anointed, dude. Yeah, but it was it was so cool and like, but yeah, it was so funny. You yeah. sussed me out so, but like, <laughs> it's like I I didn't minister to you at all. I think I was just like praying for a bunch of people in the room, and I was like, yeah, good good job. You you're such a good pastor for organizing all this. And then Aaron later, he's like. Oh no, like Philip just he's a wild dude. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and what do you mean? He's like, Yeah, he was talking about all these things and I was like, Oh yeah. And he starts saying things that I've seen and I'm like, He saw that too. Sick. I'm not super weird. <laughs> <laughs> like those confirming moments, but yeah. but um wow, we went definitely a tangent. Where did we start this from? Just just the, the moment I met you, man. Oh, yeah. how it really like it really ministered to me, bro. Like I was super nervous, dude. Like I I, I had in Oklahoma. Yeah, I, in Oklahoma, and that was the night that glory just dropped on all of us, dude. It did. I don't even know. I I, I don't even know what I was doing. Like I just like I at some there was just crazy stuff happening, dude. dude I remember I think it was at one point. I don't remember what day it was. Yeah. But I just see you swimming, praying for people. Your hands are moving, you're like, and this on you and this on and people are falling over just in the glory. And you were like like some people are like, Oh yeah, prophets are like really screamy. I don't know. Yeah. You were just like, bless you. Yeah. So there was so much peace on it. And this and this and this. And people are just yoink, yoink, falling over left and right. I'm just like, what is he doing? I I don't even know what I was doing. Like, when you prayed, that's what I'm trying to say. When you prayed for me, bro, it was like a bucket of oil poured out over me, dude. Like, and you know, I've walked in the anointing like that before where people are falling out, but this was different, dude. This was like. And I could feel the oil like on me, dude. Does well, that make sense? Ever since we started doing those tents, yeah, I saw you minister like that. Yeah, like, I, I yeah, tons of people just falling over. And yeah, like, that's always been on my life too. It's, but it it was different when I started doing tent revivals. Though it was like, well, I think there's like such a. I mean, I've done two with you guys. Yeah, and I mean. Oklahoma was fun. It was sweaty. Sweaty. Very sweaty. Every dinner. Yeah, dude. But like, I wasn't that sweaty. It was just, you know, but you know, it was, but like, dude, there's something so unassuming about walking into a tent versus walking into like a a church and you're about to hop on stage. Yeah. Like, there's like, whose authority is this under? There's just like confusion in the atmosphere, but you got to like wade through. And you're just like, 
you have to ask all the pastors, like, is this cool? Like, are we good? Like, do I have a, is it okay if I like do this in your house? Like, where's your flock at with this? You know, like yeah. you have to ask those honor questions, but in a tent, you're just kind of like, are we here for Jesus? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right, on. cool. That's it. All right, cool. Let's get it. And then that's true. Pandemonium. I mean, pan. I mean, like I always tell this story. This is like one of my favorite stories. The one night, like, oh no, it was the afternoon. Me and Aaron were up showing people how to pray for people, and then we just set a bunch of people loose, and it was wild. And then we yeah, like did that. a baptism call. And there was these kids, bro. Oh, the little yeah. fiery kids, bro. There was these kids, oh, man. Yahoo! <laughs> and they were like, they were like fiery. And we're like showing them how to like, you know, just do the sauce and everything. And the next thing I know, I look out by the giant cross on the prairie, and you're shaking in bacon. You got like a, a surrounding like 10 kids. Oh, just and they're calling it out. They're calling the good, the bad, the calling, everything. They were not pulling punches. I was like, dude, they they they're uh, familiar with the sauce for sure. <laughs> yeah, they were. I mean, they were. They had the signature sauce. Yeah, like they were they going. And then the, the funny, the funny thing is, like, we saw them the next day, and I'm like, bro, like, what are you guys doing there? Right. What? Are it you was doing? a school day, and they're like, yeah, we uh, we our, our teacher said it was more important for us to be where God is than to be in class. They were so mysterious. Yeah. Dude. Like, I'm like, where did you guys come from? I was like, it's like wild. And like, I mean, I remember like you and I at one point were like, this is how you baptize somebody. You do this, you say this, and then you, and then you prophesy over them just to bless them, give them some promise when they walk in. And the next thing we know, they're just, yeah. Dipping people, and then and this what the Lord said, and then I'm like Yahweh, and then people are like rolling out of the baptismals. They can't even stand. I'm like, can you imagine? Can you imagine when You're- they prophesied over Aaron, dude, bro? They were like, it's like the wind, and she, she's like. Oh. And he's just getting, he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, it was so amazing, bro. I was like freaking out because Aaron does not, he's not like a, he's like a lightning rod yeah, when it comes yeah, to yeah. presence. He's like yeah. zapping people, yeah. but he doesn't normally get zapped. Right. I've seen him get zapped. Few and far between, but when he does, it's just like shaking. And he was, he gets weepy too. He was cooking. He'll start crying. It looked like he got hit by a fire. I did too. You're like you're kind of like that too. You don't fall out too much, bro. I I've been in a weird season with that lately. I Ooh. haven't been too much, but yeah. I mean, I remember, dude. I fall out, bro, <laughs> all the time. There there was times I'm, in I'm worship. So sensitive. There was times in worship where I could really barely lead worship because I felt like I was going to fall out of my chair. But I don't know. Ever since I started hanging with James, uh huh, and he's been like. He's uh-huh. been like grounding me. He's like, yeah. Vinny, don't you fall out right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, James was used to me, bro. He was used to being around me. And I would bring him on like these little, because I, when I was discipling him, I, I would bring him on these mini adventures. Like, we're about to go do wild stuff, bro. Yeah. We're about to go prophesy to a bunch of strangers. We're going to set up a ministry. We're going to do some weird stuff. And he would just be like, Keenan, did you just do that? I'm like, I did nothing. I just said yes. And he was like, You told that person their mom's gonna have a dream and this is gonna be in the dream. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, 
Yeah, because I didn't know I was going to say it. You right. brought me to this guy. Or we showed up at the place. I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> and James would be like, he checked in with people. He'd be like, was that legit? He was always a grounding force ever since yeah, the day I met him. Is. And he was like, he went up to this one guy, told him, hey, your mom's going to have a dream. And she's going to look back in, on this page of a journal. And this is what it's going to say. And the Lord's bringing this to fruition. And also for you, da, 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 da. And he... Unbeknownst to me, we're throwing a giant event. We're the prayer team. We're prophesying all over these college kids who are in a cessationist college. They have no idea what's going on. Oh, so and we're just going after it, being obedient. And unbeknownst to me, he went to the guy and was like, hey, did all of that stuff happen? Or and he goes, yeah, every single thing down to the notebook pages. And I'm like, <laughs> and he was like, all right, cool. Dude, he's been stepping into some stuff, too. Yeah, oh, like, dude. He he's growing big time, dude. Here from from when I the the day I met him. So shout out to you, James. I love you, bro. Jamie but boy, he's just he's grown so much. Like where, I mean, down to the popcorn thing. I mean, dude, he's just like yeah. Just, the Lord just said to give this to you. Then he's probably like, what? Do Why you know did, about this, Keenan? Yeah. Oh god. He, yeah. You just you just thought to give Vinny some like. Probably nasty pop. I don't know. It's just no, it's, weird flavors. Yeah. It's nice pop. Nice. He yeah. didn't want to give it to me, dude. Yeah. And his rum Yeah. Dude, he, he brought this box of popcorn in, literally the night before I got the word about, from Chris. About, and he wanted to keep it, too. Yeah. He, he, he did not want to give me this box of popcorn. He got it for Christmas. It's sitting right over there. And he, he gets out of his car, and he's like, Lord said, give Vinny this popcorn. Sure enough, dude, he brought it in, and it freaked me the heck out, dude. I was like, why <laughs> did you just give me this box of popcorn, bro? But, like, I, 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 having grounding people around you is such a healthy, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, like, as a worship guy, if you get up in the clouds, but, like, as as the, yeah, I mean, the head shake tells me everything. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> Like, when your head is usually in the clouds, like, having somebody who's like, hey, bud, you're floating. Put your feet on the floor real fast. And you're like, sorry. Yeah. It's so healthy. It really totally. is. Cause well, the Lord's been showing me more that there's just a time and a place for specific things. Sometimes, though, it don't matter. Sometimes I'm going to go lead worship. There could be a thousand people in the room, and he might send me to the third heavens, bro. And I'm weeping, and next thing you know, there's a realm open, and the whole room's in an encounter. Yeah. Or sometimes he's like, okay, Vinny, they're not there. Mm -hmm. This is what, you know, I'm going to show you. But the reality is you need to see how I'm ministering to the people in the room and partner with me in what I'm doing. Yeah, that's – so there. that's a – that's a can of worms. I kind of want to open it. But, like – there's so many different ways of partnering with God, and sometimes you do it from a place of encounter. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you are like in that place of encounter where you're radically encountering God, and you're experiencing the word you're about to give. Yeah. And then sometimes he's like, no, 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 just go where I'm going. Yeah. Where am I in the room right now? Exactly. and Because it, it's all about whatever he's doing. It's because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Not the testimony of Keenan, Vinny, Philip, or <laughs> anybody. You right. Know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, hey, this is my show. 
Yep. Remember. So what is he doing? And if he, and if and he is encountering me, if that's what he's doing, <laughs> then that's what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> you know? But if he's not, if I'm not having an encounter with the Holy Spirit in that moment, if I'm not encountering Jesus and he's encountering Susie Q and her friends over here, I'm going to say, hey, the Lord is on them right now. And boom. This is what is. he's doing in the room. It's yep. happening right there. It, yep. I'm not saying go out and touch him. I'm just saying, like, hey, it's available. It's here. Right. Pray. Engage faith. I don't know. But, like, those are, like, the... I mean, we talked about this the other night. I was like, dude, I... And this is a prophetic community conversation a little bit. This is some house cleaning, some insider baseball. But, like... (laughs) Insider baseball. But, like, these moments where we're, like... That's prophetic. And we're like, no, no, it's not. It really isn't. Like, like because sometimes, I don't know, I, I've been in all the extremes. I've been like, prophesize every five seconds. I'm like, oh, no, man. And then I have prophesize once a month. And then I'm like, okay, yes, but like, I feel like God's talking more than that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, where's the where's the radical middle of like you're not talking way too much, but you're not not talking. Yeah. You're not not prophesying. And like just sitting on that line and going, okay, wait a minute. Where's God in this? What is he doing? Am I coming from a place of encounter? Is he telling me to open my mouth and he'll fill it? Is it, you know, Hey, I got a partner with what he's doing in the room. Like, what's happening in this moment? Because if God's doing something, whether in me, whether in the room, whether on that person over there, I want to be where God is. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, being a prophetic person is kind of the funniest job ever. Because out of all the giftings, like, if you, you know, subtract God Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, don't, don't stone me yet, okay, guys. Um, but, woo, cough. Um, but if you remove the motion of the spirit from a pastor, he'll still be a nice guy. Yeah, he'll be a really friendly dude. It's just in his nature. If you remove a God from like a, a teacher, he's still gonna be an analytical thinkle thinker thinkle. <laughs> he'll be a thinkle. Uh, but like. And, you know, evangelist, he'll still be a go-getter, a very fast, passionate, like, lock-on-to-things kind of person. If you remove God from a prophetic person, we're just weird. That and... We ain't got nothing. And kind of frustrating. Because literally the entirety of our call is parroting what he's saying and making sure we're in connection with him correctly and representing him well. If we subtract that, like, well, like... We're just the weird guy in the back of the room going, I see the signs. You know, like, you know, like we, we, we don't really have a function apart from God. And, yeah. and, and that's one of those things where I'm like, in the prophetic community, sometimes we're like really quick to just like do things. And like, sometimes like, I, that's why I'm like really hopeful for this next generation when you see all these oh, yeah. prophetic people growing into maturity and getting calm, yeah. getting peace, getting patience, getting boldness still. Not too, te- not too afraid to move that the, they don't move at all. The Lord gave me a, a prophetic word about this next generation. He mm-hmm. called he called them a generation of Elishas, 
and he said that they'll 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 operate so deep in the prophetic that they'll be like when Elisha and the king of Syria mm-hmm. he heard he knew what he was doing in his bedroom. Yeah. And the Lord said these this next generation is going to operate like that where they're they're just man. Yeah. So. And I mean like I mean just to go off that word like I heard what was it, like 3 years ago, 4 years ago now that the Lord is going to bring revival to the new age and the witchcraft community. And he's going to reclaim those he called as prophets mm-hmm. from the hands and the grips of, of the devil. And I was like, whoa. I, I freaked out a little bit. I was like, I don't know. Like, Lord, am I in that? And he's like, yeah, you will be. And I'm like, all right, I'm preparing myself for the lessons. This is going to be spicy. All right, let's get ready. I don't know about this. Uh, but like, but that moment of like, man, if the Lord's voice isn't the thing coming out of my mouth or isn't it the thing I'm observing or I'm not encountering that? I don't want to talk, man. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't, you've probably had this happen to you and probably honestly you guys too, where you have like that fear of the Lord moment and some of these precious moments and some of these communities where you're like, I'm kind of terrified to even say anything right now. Yeah. The Lord's in this room and I'm like, oh, I want to make sure whatever comes out of my face is rock solid yeah. or it's like when i when i feel that what you're talking about the fear of god real heavy he does all like it's like my ministry ends <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like for real like there'll be times where i'll get caught up in in, in the glory and stuff and and it i'll start to say something and he'll be like and i'll be like <laughs> so what do i do just stand here he'll be like yeah yeah he said i'm doing more than you can do with a million words I said, and I'll just be, I'll just sit there. Like there, I've been, I've been this way on lives, Facebook lives. I'm just standing there, like this <laughs> is just laughing for an hour, and people are like, I'm getting healed. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it, uh, it's, it's like, it's, it's God. It's all about God, man. And I agree with you. If you take God's voice away from me, I'm just the average Joe dude. Like. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. a, I'm a whatever, right? Yeah, uh, what, whatever career I st- I flipped into yeah. on accident, you know, like <laughs> whatever career, like <clears throat> sorry, uh, but like that's one of the things that I see like in the community as like prof- the prophetic itself, and people just being connected with God and being really honest and being reverent. Yeah, but you know, growing patience, being peaceful, but also like having a level of boldness. Is you're getting people who are growing in like what I would say a really healthy space in the prophetic where they're they're consistently talking to God. They're coming from a very prayerful place. They're coming from a place where they have seen the character of Christ throughout the word, yeah. of God throughout the word. And they're like, yo, I'm not moving forward until I see God. Yeah. If I don't if God's not there, I don't want to go. And I'm like, I'm seeing that grow, and I'm like, dude. When when Vinny's like, yeah, sometimes I, I see him moving in the room, and I'm just waiting for that. I'm not really going to move forward. I'm not going to start singing something out until I see what he's doing or I get encountered. It's like those weed upon the Lord moments where I'm like, that's healthy. Because you were talking about that earlier. I don't want to muster something. I'm like, go be prophetic. Dance, monkey. You know, like, I don't want to do that. Because you know, sometimes it feels like that. They're like, I heard you do the thing. 
come here and do it, the thing. It feels like and the reason why I feels like divination. Like yeah. it feels like they're like seeking a soothsayer, and I'm not a soothsayer. So like, like if I get a word, like if I get a word for somebody, I'm going to give it to them. I always have. Right. You know what I mean? If you're looking for a word, go to the Bible. Right. Talk to Jesus for yourself. Like, because I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to raise up uh, seekers of divination. I'm trying to raise up seekers of the Lord. Right. And if you want a word and you're trying to get me to muster it up, I'm going to say, hey, seek the Lord. <laughs> Simple. And I've told like young prophetic people that I, I've mentored in the past. It's like, dude, like, you don't understand how unhealthy it is yeah. to give people words who won't go to God themselves. Right. It's the order of Aaron, man. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> it's like you're creating this like codependent, almost addictive relationship between mm-hmm. you and that person. And they're following you because they see you as something you're not. I was like, Oh, you're, you're, you're Jesus to me in this moment because you exactly. talk from God. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not that. I'm very far from that. I'm no, 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 no. I'm redeemed like by Christ and yeah. his sacrifice alone. Uh-huh. I am not that guy. Go to him though. Yeah. He's gotcha. Go to the word, bro. It's, it's, the, it's the classic old priesthood to, to the new priesthood. You yeah. got your order of Melchizedek. You got your order of Aaron where they would have to go to the priest to, get its home in or to hear from god like moses would go to god for the people now jesus intercedes before us and by the blood of jesus we're able to approach the throne of grace for Mm -hmm. ourselves that's the new covenant so when when somebody tries to pull on me like that i feel like i would have to enter into the law of sin of death to do it Is that, oh is that, my is God. that bad or no? I mean, I don't, I don't think it's bad. I, I, but I think that there's like a reality to it where it's like, hey, guys, like if I'm with you, like, bro, like, cool, bro, come on, like, dude. that's awesome. It's a good word, Philip. But like, ask me a question How do I do that? And I go, This is where it is in the word, and this is how you can simply start. Yeah. But if you go, Give me a word, prophet man, I'm like, I, 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 I recoil. We rebuke it in the name. <laughs> but like, those are just some of those moments where I'm like, <laughs> be like $50 Jubilee seed. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, no, no. <laughs> just oh, no. I, re- I removed that comment as well. Oh, <laughs> I need to shut up. I feel bad for Benny and Post right now. Dude. <laughs> uh, edit that. Edit. But, um, but um, yeah, dude. I think we're, we're we're seeing some some friends of God coming out. We see some friends of God yeah. really starting to emerge, and like <laughs> it's so good, it's so goofy. Um, where's the religion at? Yeah, oh goodness. <laughs> oh man, golly! I just love Jesus. Yeah, let's just let's keep it that simple. That's it, man. I remember I was talking to somebody and they're like <coughs> sorry. They're like, man, when I became a Christian, my life became super complicated. And I'm like, 
What do you mean? Yeah. He goes, well, I got all these rules and stuff to follow, and I feel super lost. I'm like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, I mean, I'm just, like, super confused. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I just go to my church, and they tell me all these things I have to do and all this stuff and da-da-da-da and all these, like, things I have to do, and I got to do this once a a week and da-da-da-da and all these things. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what did and he's like unraveling like a very complicated list of things of how to be a Christian. And I'm like, yeah. when did it become so complicated? Other than like getting in your word, praying, talking to God, staying in repentance, yeah, living rightly, following him, and following him. That's just it, it's simple. And I don't know when it became complicated. Maybe when, you know, you add all the, the, the titles and the goofy goot, like, whatever. Maybe it becomes complicated in those ways. But, like, even then, like, if you're focused on those complicated things, you're missing the simplicity yeah, of the cool. gospel. And, like, I don't know about you, but when I first, like, encountered God, yeah, everything was simple, dude. Everything. It was like pink clouds, dude. Was it like that for y'all, man? Seriously. Oh my gosh, every day was I, better than I was like I was like, look at the grass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see birds for the first time. It was like that for me. Like and that yeah. that that simplicity keeps me going back to first love. Mm-hmm. No matter what, man. No matter what. So so I don't know, I feel graced, man. We need to get you back on here, Keenan. <laughs> We need to get you back on here, but uh, would you pray for us as we close out? And yeah, yeah, just pray for uh, people to see Jesus in an intimate way. Absolutely, yeah. So Jesus, we thank you. We truly thank you for tonight, for our discussion, for everyone listening. We we thank you for the sacrifice you made on all of our behalf. Thank you so much. God, right now, I pray that anything that's been a stopping block, a a wall, and people's walk to just connecting with you, very simply, just connecting with you and walking and talking with you like a friend. God, I pray right now that those things would be removed. If there are things that need to be pulled down, strongholds, things like that, I pray that you send people into their lives to walk out those habits, to unwind that web of of things that the enemy put out there. And God, that they would have partners in the unwinding of those things in their lives. God, for anyone looking for freedom and revelation on just how to connect with you simply, God, I ask that you blow away all the complicated things. God, I I ask you come and you just break off the lies of, well, I don't hear God. God, that you would simply speak the sheep know the shepherd's voice. God, that a son doesn't need to worry that they can talk to their father. God, that we would go boldly before the throne for the help that we need. And I, I don't know who this is for, but... I really feel like there's somebody listening right now who has been crying out in the night probably for the last three weeks or so uh, over a family member who was once a believer 
and they've just walked away and they've fallen right back into their old friend group. They've fallen back into their old habits. And Lord, I ask right now that one, they would encounter the reality that you see them. And you see them very clearly and that they're not alone in this. And Lord, I pray with them. I send an agreement with them right now that the enemy cannot have that family member, that that, that sheep, you will leave the 99 for that one. And the truth of who you are stands true even today, that you will leave the 99 for the one. So Lord, I thank you that you're the good shepherd who will go after that one that you'll bring them back. So, Lord, I pray that you move on that. You move on that family. You give them peace. God, I ask that you sever the relationships with those people that are influencing that person negatively. God, I ask that you you remind that person who you called them to be. Or if they've never heard your voice, they've never slowed down, they've never heard the still small voice, God, that they would begin to hear it right now in this moment. God, that you would break through all the noise of their mind. God, that you would bring healing and, and, and a depth of healing to their heart. And that they would be restored and set right and sent forward like you did with Peter when you forgave him for denying you three times. Each time, each time you redeemed him. Each time you redeemed him for every single denial, every single rejection. And you also gave him a commission to feed your sheep, to tend your flock, God. So I ask that you not just bring them to a place of repentance, but you send them from that place as well. So Lord, right now, I just, I just ask that you come and you move as a friend who sticks closer to a brother and each one of the people listening. God, you break that that stigma that they they're too far gone. They've they're too too much of a wretched sinner, whatever it may be that's that's holding them up from connecting with you. God, that the veil was torn, that your blood made a way. So God, that there's not one thing that you can't forgive and there's not a life that you can't redeem. So God, I ask that you break away all the noise all of the ridiculous things that the enemy tries to throw on us, the accusations from the accuser, and God, that you would bring us closer to you. God, that we would reflect you to the people that are around us. God, you would empower us to bless them through the fruits of the Spirit, through the gifts of the Spirit. And God, that you would bring generosity and kindness and you would slow down our lives in this crazy hustle and bustle culture we live in. And you would just bless, 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 bless people through your kids. And God, that you would bless us with just that one-to-one father-son connection that you paid a deep and very steep price for. it. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good. Family, thank you guys for joining us in our PDA podcast with your hosts, Vinny and Philip Redeem. It was such a pleasure smooching our Lord and Savior together. Until next time, my friends. Follow us on Facebook at Vinny Loves Jesus or Vinny Harris or at Philip Redeemed Hickman or Nisi Knights.